city like I already own it Standing on top cause I earned this moment I took what was mine, now I won't let go of it Cause I'm a hustler, yeah I'm a hustler Cause I'm a hustler, yeah I'm a hustler I Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Collar Consulting Group podcast, a podcast designed to help you do every little thing better. And tonight on the show, I say tonight, I'm recording this at like 5.14 p.m. on a Sunday. Tonight, tonight, this evening, I have the illustrious, the amazing Doug Sauer, the host of the Smooth Swings podcast. This guy uh, was on an earlier episode, if you recall, talking about his variety of background, his desire to really get out there and make a difference. And he is really doing some amazing stuff. Doug, say hello. Gary, Gary. Yeah, Gary. that's right. What's Start up, man? How you doing, man? You know what? If I was doing any better, I'd be you. But in the meantime, I'll have to eke out my meager existence. Hey, I'm super excited to be on the show. I, I really appreciate you having me back. Yeah, it's it's good to have you back. And Doug, uh, let me just say, man, your your whole development uh, is really quite rapid, I must admit. I'm not trying to blow smoke here, but uh, you've gone from, I think, just recording into your phone to where you're like running some some freaking audio filtering and stuff like that. What do you, what do you got working over there? You sound great. Well, I obviously learned from the best, which would be <laughs> you. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, basically I just took everything that, you know, you've been teaching me and, and mm -hmm. showing me how to do. And I kind of incorporated what I knew as far as audio and, and whatnot, and just kind of moved it that way. You know, I ended up getting a mixing board and got some super fancy headphones and, you know, a decent mic and a little pop filter and everything, uh, seems to be kind of sounding halfway decent it it really does doug and i mean obviously you know here today and i i think we can both agree right now we're we're recording this on uber conference uberconference.com it's uh they have a free version that is just full of features i'm very satisfied with the sound quality doug you and i last night we were even uh looking at the same screen i was sharing my screen with you to show you some stuff Dude, I, I have to give a shout out to Uber Conference. I'm not even sponsored by him, but I, yeah, I would love I totally, to. Be. I totally agree. Like, I, I even went inside. I was like, man, he just like found this money spot because it was just, it was just like so convenient to just kind of sit back and listen to you talk, and then kind of mm -hmm. walk me through, you know, exactly what I need to do, you know, per page. So I mean, right. it, it was pretty awesome. Agreed. And the sound quality is remarkable. We can record this. We can share screens. Uh, and it just kind of goes to show you don't need a lot to get started. I mean, if you are obsessed with sound like Doug is, even then, you don't have to spend a lot on equipment. You can find decent equipment to get you where you want to be. You don't need a fancy studio. I mean, you don't need to sound insulate a room to record your podcast. Doug, I saw a guy the other day on Twitter. He had three pillows around his microphone on a desk. And he spoke, he kind of tucked his head in there and that's how he did his podcast and it sounded great. Oh, I totally get it. Like, because I've, am trying to do the exact same thing, but I got rid of the pillows because <laughs> I'm in, I'm actually in the garage. So I, I don't really have any 
you know, sound isolation. And sure. I'm actually in the process of building a little spot in the basement just nice. for this because that's just the way I roll. That's it. That's but, it. You know, out here you you still get all the sounds. You know what I mean? There's there's so much like me being an audio guy, it just drives me insane to hear little clicks <laughs> and little humming. Yeah, right, like it right. just drives me insane. But as far as like a basic setup in my garage, I don't have any walls. I mean, I'm just right here in my garage. You know, just I got a mixing board and microphone and a pop filter, and that's it. That's and it. I, that's basically you know the best way. If you don't have an actual little room, I would suggest to maybe go with a small little mixing board. That way you can kind of, you know, critique here and there from sure. you know what you hear and, and the actual sounds and whatnot. Exactly right. And and if if we're gonna be brutally honest, that I would even say that's level two. I mean, you could literally get started with your phone if you had to. Oh, I absolutely. mean you, yeah, even, even if you went with like a, from the beginning, you're like, all you need is your yep. phone. And I'm like, no, Gary, I don't <laughs> need that. I need to spend at least five hundred dollars before <laughs> I can even right. consider this. <laughs> That's right. And I remember sending those texts. I remember sending those text messages. Did you start yet? Did you oh, start yeah. yet? Oh, Did yeah. you lay down your first episode yet? He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm tweaking. I said, Stop tweaking, start posting. Yes. But now you did an amazing job on that, and I I give you all the props in the world because I would, I would never have started unless you had pushed me to actually just do it, you know? And that was, that was a huge, huge step for me. And that's, that's the classic barrier, Doug is, is just doing the first one. Uh, it's jumping into the pool, it's riding the bike, et cetera. And then once you got going, and the glass ceiling was shattered. Now you can make it, Doug. Now you can get your mixing board and your sound booth. And that way, you are comfortable with your product. That first one is the is the the most difficult. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're up to, are you up to five episodes now? Number six. Number six. And now again, like we talked about last night, I it's a great show. Uh, for everybody that's listening if you're interested in in golf, fitness, nutrition, I mean, just just everything, tune in to the Smooth Swings podcast on any podcasting platform, and you'll you'll find Doug on there talking. It, it's it's a riot, and yet it's incredibly helpful at the same time. And you'll probably find yourself shaking your head or nodding your head like I do. Yep, yep, yep. Because this guy, he gets it. And so, Doug, super super proud of what you're doing. Uh, you're a testament of just just going for it, and it, it to me it keeps getting better. So uh, hey, I totally appreciate that. That's the worst. Every every time that I actually, you know, do one, I think it gets worse and worse because I'm like, who who's even going to listen to this like at mm -hmm. all? But I, yep. I just I keep doing it because you're like you got to keep you got to keep you know content content and that's it. Yes. So I just keep doing it and you know, you're my greatest fan. So <laughs> And that's all right. I'm a I'm a good fan and and you're my you're my first disciple. So I'm super, super proud of that. But but anyway. All right, Doug, the uh and I love accolades as much as the next person. Thank you for making my head huge. But the purpose of this episode, and we're just we're just gonna go right at this thing. The purpose of this episode, buddy, is let's talk 
public relations. Okay. Now, Doug, uh, for those who don't know, Doug used to kind of own, manage, like he was the man at this gym outside of St. Louis called Full Contact Fitness. I believe it's changed to CDY Fitness now. Is that correct, Doug? I believe that's it. That's correct. So, uh, Doug, for a long time, you were the man there. You know, you you were the guy. Uh, when you moved on from that, you you did a lot of custom body work. You, you built motorcycles. I mean, you rehabbed old hot rods. Very, very cool stuff. Both situations require good reputation. I think we can agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. And especially in a small town, I think we can definitely agree that news travels fast. Very fast. Yes. And when it's fueled by St. Louis media, guess what? It spreads even faster. So, Doug, I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you. Why don't you give the listeners, all three of them, give them a little bit of background about what happened with this T-shirt, and then let's let's break this down. Well, just basically going back to what you just said as far as small town yeah, and, you know, how news and word basically travels. <laughs> when I right. first opened uh, the first spot, Full Contact, off of South, South Lincoln, there was a guy, a uh, buddy of mine named uh, Derek Howard, and I had just met him. And we might have been open maybe a week. And he was like, just got to tell you a little bit about Troy since you ain't from around here. Like, <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. This is great. I can't wait to hear it. He said, all you got to do is you fart on one side of the town. And by the time it makes it to the other side of the town, it turns into shit. Oh, was, boy. That's quick. Okay, wow. Okay. That's Thank you. Great introduction. <laughs> But when we first opened, everything was going like so well. And I believe that Troy needed that actual spot because there really wasn't anything around that offered, you know, what we actually offered. Exactly. Uh, Doug, let me jump in here just for the listeners. Uh, Troy is about an hour or so outside of St. Louis. It's it's a good 20 minutes isolated from like Wentzville, which is kind of the end of the metro area, a town of about 10,000 people, uh, kind of out there by itself. Uh, go ahead, Doug. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically, it is a very, I mean, it's a very small town, but it's a yep. very growing town. Indeed. Yeah, very true. And I think, uh, you know, when we moved actually to the actual new spot, um, I guess, I mean, Troy is ready for that type of gym. Sure. But unfortunately, we were unable to, you know, support the actual upkeep. And yeah. that ended up, you know, that, and that's why we ended up having to sell. And so, you know, I've got some deep roots in this community. Uh, I've done a lot of work. I've done a lot of hours, a lot of money. Yes. I've been around everyone in this town that's anyone and everyone, you know, regardless, judge, lawyers, cops, I mean, you name it. I have at whenever we are, you know, we were in our prime. I mean, I've, I was like in the middle of all of it. And, 
you know, even being in the middle of all of it and kind of, you, I, I don't even want to like sound like I'm not trying to be biased or, or anything. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know the word to even say it, but I was at the time of our prime. I mean, I was living like larger than life. Right, right. And that is no, no bullshit. No, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I remember that I, you know, I met you probably kind of on the tail end of that, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, things were rocking and rolling in a serious way. I mean, when you're, when you're in a small town and you're like so-called buddies with everybody, you know, that, that is actually somebody in the small town. I mean, I was, I was on golf leagues. I was like, I was supporting every, almost every business in the community as well. Like right. there was never like a downtime that I wasn't trying to help out, you know, other businesses or grow this or grow that. Like I was, I was deep, deep. And at that point, I think it would have been really easy for me to just say, you know, I'm going to support this guy. Or I'm going to support, you know, this guy, because uh-huh. that would have just that, that right there in my mind would have killed the business. I because see. if you're, if you know this judge, that's going to be kind of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're hanging out with that judge and the other prosecuting attorney. And then you're, you're friends with, you know, the chief of police and then, you know, the SWAT team leader. I mean, there's a lot that I could have like been biased about, but being a business owner, you cannot dive into any of that. You have to, it has to be one side. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't promote anything. Like there was a hundred million every day people saying, Hey, can I put this up here? Can I, put oh, right, this right. Here? you know, what about this for, you know, pres- whatever, for, right. You know, but I never, I never included it in that because that would have basically to me would have kind of ruined what I was trying to, you know, build. Sure. I wasn't, so, trying to build, you know, I wasn't yeah. trying to build an actual, I'm for this guy or I'm for this guy. I mean, working with the public and especially in a small community, you, you can't go one side or the other. I mean, right. You, right. you, you, you got to maintain that balance. That's it. Yeah. yeah. You have a business. That's it. Okay. Regardless of what you think. Okay. So, and that's, that's the way you ran things and it grew and it was amazing and all that stuff. So let's, let's fast forward to, what recently happened at at the gym with the new ownership why don't you tell us kind of what happened with this with this guy and then the uh the after the after events yeah so um a a guy named Jake Talbot um that I he was a longtime member he's a military vet um apparently he had went into the gym that I previously owned wearing a Trump for 
I think it was Trump for 2016, or, or I don't even remember. He was wearing some type of shirt. And the owner, Liz Drew, uh, told him that it was offensive to the members there and that he needed to remove the shirt. And mm. Uh, mm. he didn't really take to that very well. <laughs> okay. As so I'm seeing it blow up. Yeah. So I think that, all right. So in, in again, my outsider knowledge says they wore the shirt in there. Liz confronted him, asked him not to wear it. He leaves probably not very happy about that. And no. does he contact the media or does he just post something on like his Facebook? Do you know that much about it? I, I, I really don't know, but I, as uh -huh. far as I think he just posted that just as soon as he left the gym, like on his Facebook page, I guess. Yeah. And then, and then it just kind of went out of control. That's that's kid kids. That's what we call going viral and yeah, like super fast, super quick, much like you said, fart on one side, poop on the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I guess, I don't know, KSDK or whatever the big St. Louis news media picked it up. Do you, Doug, did they pick it up in like a couple of days? I mean, was, is, was it that quick? Yeah. I, I think it was like within a day. Like, oh, wow. It, it went so fast because it, and the worst part about it was, you know, the whole time that I was there, you know, running, running the gym, Jake was, he was just like your perfect member. He, he came in, he would say, you know, what up and put his headphones in, go do his workout and leave. Like, yeah, he wasn't, he didn't sit around and talk. He didn't, you know, he didn't talk to anybody. Like he just did his, did his thing and he left. So he's not a consistent troublemaker. Absolutely not. Like just not, a regular dude. Yeah. He's like a regular, like just, like I said, you're, you're perfect person because, mm -hmm. you know, if you have a gym and you sit at the front desk all day, every day, <laughs> it, right? I mean, it is a psychiatrist lesson I, I mean you're you're talking to people that their problems you're talking about this you're talking about that i mean it's it it gets like mind-boggling you got a little experience with that there doug do you just a little just a little it, it just gets a little crazy now you know it's funny because you got to put up with all of those other people, and then some skinny weirdo guy that used to be in the army strolls in, and next thing you know, your best buds. So you yeah, know, you got to right. find the silver lining. <laughs> but I mean, you you were like the perfect guy too. You know what I mean? You just wanted to come in, you wanted to work out. It really didn't matter what else was going on in the gym. <laughs> you know? I mean. Regardless. Yeah, I'm perfect because I only bench press like 40 pounds, so I'm just lifting the bar. I, you know, I can't lift the big weights or anything. So well, you didn't make it to the back room. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I kept hearing about that back room. <laughs> okay, Doug. All right. So obviously, the way that the new ownership handled this customer resulted in a big media frenzy, not in a good way. No. Um, 
it's not like they were showing up talking about all of these physical transformations that people were making by exercising and losing weight. No, it's an outside issue that's very sensitive, you know, and who knows what the right message is at this point, because the news is going to spread it, spin it however they want it to do. Yeah. It, I mean, right now it's, it's out of, it's completely out of control on both sides because, um, uh, I have talked with even a couple of trainers that yeah. were there at the gym and they're already packing up and, and leaving because because oh, they wow. don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. And How can I do my job if I'm dodging video cameras? Who wants to have media at the front door of the gym when you're bopping in there to work out at 5 or 6 a.m. and you got a freaking news van outside? Like, give me a break. Yeah, I mean, and down 47 in front of the van or in front of the, the actual gym. I mean, you got flags, there's pickup trucks along. Oh boy. I mean, it's, 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 you know, like I said, it's out of hand on, on both sides. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm not saying this side is better than this side. You know, I'm just saying sure. it's out of hand on both sides and it like yeah. just kills me inside to drive by there every day. Yeah. Seeing what I built and, and what I had at one time has actually come down to this i mean right it just it just kills me it's it, it is it is truly heartbreaking doug and and what a terrible distraction regardless of where you fall on the trump spectrum the spectacle that is probably ensuing right now is absolutely atrocious and just completely i you know what possibly completely avoidable so doug as you know i try to help I try to give advice and practical approaches on every single one of my episodes. Okay, let's let's backtrack this a little bit. A guy comes in wearing a Trump shirt. Let's say you're back to ownership. He's not, obviously, he's not cussing at anybody. He's not tearing anything up. He's not waving a shirt around. It's just a shirt he wore. He's exercising. And let's say a member, another customer, if we're talking business, a customer comes up to you and says, hey, that shirt offends me. How do you avoid controversy? Well, uh, that's a good question. I, like I have done in the past numerous times, I would talk to that member and mm -hmm. I mean, you just, you got to say, I'm sorry that that shirt is offensive to you, but I don't see the other 2000 members complaining right about right. his actual shirt. So I'm sorry that you feel that way, but I, I there's nothing that I can do personally to make him take his shirt off. Exactly. I mean, it, it didn't, the shirt wasn't, offensive like f you or i mean if somebody walked in and a shirt said f you then i'd be like all right dude come on yeah and, and it's like we talked about it's like we talked about in the pre-call last night you know if he had the n-word or you know some type of derogatory like a pornog yeah. pornographic scene on his shirt or something anyway. that's an easy call right and and like i said you know like i i, I think i mentioned it last night you know that comes down to somebody wearing a Jesus shirt and there's an atheist in 
the room and they find the Jesus shirt offensive. Exactly. Exactly. Or or if he's wearing a Ford shirt and a guy with Chevy. <laughs> oh, here guy, we go. Here we go. And, and you know, he finds that. I mean, that's where it's going. You know what I mean? He's wearing exactly. a Ford shirt. I like Chevy. Period. You know. Yeah. That I mean that that's <laughs> I mean that that's exactly that's it. That's exactly how that was handled. He likes right. Ford. He likes Chevy. Ugh. I mean, basically, Take the Chevy guy out, right? Yeah, exactly. So you're going to have to remove your Chevrolet shirt because we like Ford. And here's the and Doug, this is what we talked about last night. Here's the tricky thing: like Liz, as the the new owner, whatever of CD Wife Fitness, you, that she she can legally do what she did and ask him not to wear the shirt. He she can legally do that. The problem is, is look at what freaking happens. Just because it's legal doesn't mean that you should do it. I mean, God, oh, it, absolutely. It's, no, it's such a frustrating thing. Yeah, it is. And it is. It is. That's the thing about that's the thing about capitalism that that a lot of people don't understand. It's like when you do something as a business owner, you know, the the reward is yes, you get to make a profit and live this great life. The, people don't understand there's a lot of risk involved and the consumer has all the power. And so if you think you're going to turn your business into some type of political platform, you run the risk of losing that platform. That that's exactly right. And you being, you know, being a, the actual runner and owner for 10 years, the worst thing you can possibly do would be exactly what is going on right now. Yeah. Because I never crossed that line. Because you cannot, I mean, it's the public, everybody has their own opinion. And that's, that's, I mean, that's the American way. I mean, you can do exactly what you want to do in this country, bottom, you know, hands down. You're, but, you're exactly right. But you have to, like what we just said, you know, you have to be responsible. You have to take responsibility for the after effects. You cannot take, you cannot take the public as being you know, a business owner, especially in a small town, you cannot take any of it personal. Period. No, exactly right. It's a business. It's a business. Because, yes, exactly. It is a business. You're there. You're offering a service, period. It's, it's not this side or this side. It's we have a gym, come in, work out, period. You, you can't exactly be like, right. I got this or you got, I mean, that's all I got. Exactly. It, you know, the, the, the Ford Chevy, the Ford Chevy analogy is, is perfect. I mean, it's, it's 1000% opinion, right? And opinions are tricky. It's best as a business owner that caters to a lot of people. Now I'm not talking about being a political commentator or a political campaign. Yeah, you're going to you're going to rally your troops every single day 24 hours 7. Absolutely. But when you're a business or even if you're a church or you know, I mean there's there's a whole other trail we can go down. But if you're oh, a yeah. business, if you're a business that caters to the general public, you don't get an opinion anymore if you want to no. be successful. I'm sorry. No. no. That's the bottom line. I I agree biggest, man and it I mean but, even even when you know I was there, uh, ever since this kind of came up, I've been 
kind of thinking back, like, what did I, you know, I'm trying to put myself in that, that situation right. where, where like it ever was even close that I had, you know, to make that kind of decision. And I mean, did you ever have a, something where like members were fighting or anything like that? Like no. words exchange, shoving. See, I mean, you no. never even ran into that. There, there might've been one or two times. Okay. They're inside of the gym that maybe one guy or two, maybe one or two guys that I can remember out of 10 years were making, you know, members uncomfortable. And I listened to the complaints and I didn't just go after whoever I, you know, I basically listened to what they had to say, took my time and watched as they come, you know, then I started observing them and I kept watching yep. and I watched the people around them. And then that's when I made a judgment here and there to go up and say, all right, you're out of line. Bobby. Yeah. I mean, you're out of yeah. line. You need to quit or you can go somewhere else. Yeah. And, but that uh, wasn't for their clothing. It was probably for touching no, or breaking no, stuff it was, or it was out of, yeah. It, I mean, we're talking irate out of control and yeah, I still, there you go. and I still let it go until I thought the point where I was like, there you go. Okay. I got to put my foot down. And the second that I went up to them, it was done. There they didn't go. go nowhere else. There you go. They did not, you know, I just laid it out. This is how it's going to be, or you can go somewhere else. And they honestly were like, kind of stepped back a little bit like, oh, really? You know, like they didn't know, but yep. then they knew and everything was fine. And here's the, here's the, here's the almost terrible thing, Doug. Just think, just think. If Jake were to have come back and let's say nothing was said that day, right? Let's say Jake comes back with a regular t-shirt on the next day. Just think if it was just a one day accidental thing, just imagine how much different this whole thing would have been. Just imagine. As I repeat that. So like, just imagine if Jake comes in there on Monday, where's the Trump shirt? All right. Mm -hmm. Nobody says anything. And let's say Jake comes a regular plain shirt and he never wears the Trump shirt again. Let's say that Jake, the customer, didn't even think about his shirt, what he was wearing, and just kind of did it. I don't right. want to say accidentally. You know, how much different would this whole situation be? There wouldn't be a situation. No. There sometimes you just got to let it slide. And that's, that's a, that is an amazing point because, I mean, Jake, I don't even know how to even explain. Like I, I just, like I said earlier with Jake, I mean, he was your perfect guy. Yeah. He, yeah. There was no like money issues. He was very, you know, frequent every day. Like he was on schedule and then he would like, you know, he would tell me, Hey, uh, you know, I'm, I gotta, I gotta leave for, I, I believe it was Afghanistan. You know, uh -huh. yep. and he was like, you know, can you put my membership on hold until I get back? And, you know, I'm like, of course. Yeah, you know, of course. And, man, I got and, you. and, you know, thank you for serving this country. 
you know, yeah, exactly. and that was, that was the end of our conversations, you know, so to, to even get to this point mm-hmm. and, and make it political on somebody that has been to Afghanistan and protected your, your well being is beyond me. Right. Like, that's the biggest slap in the face I think you can possibly do to somebody that serves your country. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I mean, to be fair, you know, veterans, you know, shit, I'm still in the army and I've going to hit 21 years in March and, and I appreciate special treatment to thank you and stuff like that. You know, at the same time, we, we, we're not entitled to unlimited X, Y, Z, whatever, you know, we're, we're humble servants, most of us. And, you know, most of us don't want to cause trouble and, and, and you're right, especially with the background. And it's, it's surprising, uh, especially cause I'm sure that Liz knows the guy she called him his, her friend, you know, and oh, things like course. that. And, of course. And it's just, it's just striking. And now, you know, one little thing, that's the message that comes out. Oh, they don't like Trump people in there. And then it's just like, even right. the people, the, the mass majority is going to be like, ugh, where am I going to park? I don't want to go through all those cameras. Oh yeah. Here, let me let me head over to Planet Fitness and the go work out. <laughs> Which is worse. <laughs> but yeah, they don't exactly. have but they don't have, you know, Trump protesters in front of their gym right now. Or anybody with watch out for that lunk alarm. <laughs> so stupid, man. Oh, yeah. I got some stories about that. Okay, so Doug, let's let's snap back into cleanup mode here, right? And this is this is going to come come out of left field. Let's have a little workshop here, man. Let's just talk this out. So let's say you're Liz again. This has happened. Where do you go from here, man? Where do you go from here? Ooh, that's that's if a tough I was, one. I, I was Liz. Yeah. Well, if I was Liz, I would pack up and leave. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, maybe, maybe so. Because, because I know Liz. Yeah, I know, I've known Liz very well. And that's why this, this whole situation just, just kills me, you know, because Liz, I mean, really is a, a great person, you know, sure. and she is tough, tall. but she's, she's a fighter. And yeah, she's tough. And she's helped tons of kids and she's done really great things. But Liz is Liz when it comes to politics. Yep. And she's yep. always been like that. And she's not gonna change. Like she's not gonna be like, oh, I'm I'm sorry, I shouldn't like no, she she's gonna just do it until it's over. That's and, right. Until you know, somebody gets knocked down, unfortunately. Exactly. Exactly. And that's just the way she is. And, you know, I, unfortunately, I, I, I'm pretty sure that Jim will not be in existence much longer. Gotcha. I'd be surprised. But. Sure. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's have a little fun. Let's back this up. Let's say they throw the keys to me and you and say, it's all yours. Clean it up. I think the first thing They're, I would do. Like <laughs> to the gym. Yeah. Oh, it's on us to save it, Doug. And I, I think, I think we can do it and I'm going to switch into my PR mode. You ready and for if this? I, if I had, oh, like it kills me. Like I said earlier, every day, like 
even though the job that I go to every day, I actually love because I mean, they catered to me like I'm some king shit, you know, uh-huh. and all I do is just custom paint work, you know, that's it. You know, I got an airbrush in my hand and, and I just create, you know, sure. so I mean, as far as a job, I, I can't really complain, but the worst part about it is every day that I go to that job, yeah, I got to look to the right at the place that I built that I, yeah. I killed myself over, you know? Oh man. Yeah. And, that that's and tough. Now you got all this going on and it, it makes it even worse. If I, if I could just get it back with the right things, you know, I think it would be amazing, but I I don't really don't really see that happening. <laughs> well, now, <laughs> don't 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 go crazy on me now. But I think though, let's say hypothetically that if we were going to turn around something like this, I think the first thing you do, big sign under new management. I I, I think that's the first step. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let I the people know. Her, yeah. Yes. yes, that would. I mean, obviously, that would be if she wanted to continue to yeah. own them and run that. Yes. Yep. You're a quiet partner. Now you're a silent partner now because that's, that's it. You got to remove the figurehead. You can stay on the book, so to speak, yep. you know, give advice from a distance, but man, yeah. Under new management, 100%. She would have to step back yep. you know, and get the right people exactly you know, in there to build it back up. Because I mean, right now there's, I mean, there's nothing left of it. Exactly right. And and I think you'd have to do you you would almost have to take a page out of Planet Fitness's book and say, hey, look, uh, a gym for everybody. Everybody's welcome. Start the new you. I I, and honestly, I would take the initiative and and get out, you know, and spearhead through the noise and just be like, boom, if you got eyeballs on under new management, everybody's welcome. Come be a new you. And then while you still got a few eyeballs left just just blow past it you know what i mean like when you're passing a car don't look at them just blow past it i think it's the only chance you would have minus a tear down of the building and and rebuild it yeah i'm that's you're exactly right i don't i don't really know any you know other way around that one that's the only way you do it i think that's the only way to do it and i think that goes for anybody if you're in a public relations nightmare sometimes changing the figurehead is best um you know, under new management is a good thing. Sometimes surviving is the best, uh, you know, sometimes not giving up. I mean, storms do pass. Let's be honest. Storms pass. Uh, but it's, it's whether or not you're going to make it worse. And I think everybody can agree on that. If you're prepared to move past this and like, Oh crap, that was a mistake. Weather the storm relaunch after the rain, you know, it's like April showers bring May flowers, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, but that's, that's my thoughts on it. Doug, listen, I'm super proud of you, man. We're going to better wrap this up because I'm sure both yeah. the listeners are going to be falling asleep. But I uh, really appreciate you coming back on the show. I want you to come back again soon. The whole mess with the gym could have, I think we agree, could have easily been avoided, which is a lesson for any business owner. You're say. doing awesome things with your Smooth Swings podcast. Doug, please keep going. The world needs that podcast. What are you going to do? your next episode on what are you thinking about in podcast land my next episode i was actually going to have you on 
Oh my gosh. Well, you know, it's going to be a hit show. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, you said I need six episodes before I can have everybody on. So you're where, what better We're there. We're there. to start than with you. Oh my gosh. You are like, because, I mean, you, you know, you're a gamer, you know, you, you play golf, right? I do not well. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about that on the show. I can't wait, dude. I can't wait. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Smooth Swings podcast. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Doug is growing that thing. It's going to be great. Um, public relations nightmares are usually avoidable. Just remember your business, if it pertains to the general public, should not cater to a particular audience. Try to be as neutral as possible at all times. Doug, thanks again for coming on the show, buddy. Uh, can't wait to talk to you again soon. All right. Oh, thank you, man. All right. See you, brother. All right. Bye. Keep turning up the heat.